0: You fear the zombie uprising. Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse now.
1: You have a sniffle. Eh, I sneeze like. You were here
0: <laughs> uh it's it's uh seasonably unseasonably warm seasonably warm, and that's kind of okay, and it's kind of terrible,
1: yeah, bright bright side, um I took the kids to the park on Saturday and they played, and it was awesome, uh not so bright side, all the pollen, yeah, has decided it's gonna show up. I feel bad for if there's a really hard cold snap for all these trees that are like, it's time to pollinate the world and make my my pollen. I don't know what pollen does. <laughs> so, do I have to explain the birds and the bees to you? Well, I know that the birds uh, fly and the bees fly and then uh, when they hit puberty, they have sex with each other. Yes. That is exactly what happens. Okay. Yes.
0: Kids do not try this at home. <laughs> I've never understood why it was called the Birds of the Oh, uh, there's a reason, I'm sure. I don't know what it is either.
1: That let's look it up right now. No, city. let's not. Oh. <laughs> Well, uh, we got to learn a little bit about the birds and the bees with Michonne and Rick. Tonight. That was some sexy fun time today. They tonight. enjoyed themselves. They did. Uh, I'm Tim I'm, Harvey, by the way. I'm
0: Dustin, and this is, of course, this is Apocalypse Now mm-hmm. for Sci-Fi for Me Radio. Um, and of course, we're talking about The Walking Dead. Yes. And an episode that had a very curious tone. Very curious. Um, it's not. Really okay. Well, okay, well, it wasn't a comedy. We've had we've had some episodes that have been almost of a tone, so the, right. the tone has been consistent. So it's been a, almost a comedy episode. Anytime we're in the kingdom, the the surreal kind of walking nightmare experience that is Negan's compound. Yeah, Um this was very much uh okay. Well, well, well we basically had two stories going on here. Yes, we had, we had Rick and Michonne, and and their Quest to find more guns and supplies. I almost supplies. said something super inappropriate, but I decided. Oh, did you? it. <laughs> you
1: know, you might as well say it. <laughs> Rick and Michonne fucking their way across Virginia. <laughs> That's kind of what they were doing.
0: Yeah. Um, and the <laughs> van is a
1: rockin <laughs> Don't come rockin'. And then the and then Rosita being pissed off that she didn't die horribly at at uh Negan's hand when she had the chance. Yeah. That.
0: So so Rosita is kind of the the simpler storyline. we we tend to like to knock that one out of the way first. Right. So she is if you over uh, the last several episodes, Rosita has been established as being made of rage.
1: Yes. Well uh her boyfriend dumped her mm-hmm. uh and then was immediately murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, left her there to deal with the fact that she was dumped and then he was murdered. Like, and she has to stay with his, like, new girlfriend showed up or was there and always was there because it was a friend of hers. I don't know. It's
0: very You're awkward saying. situation. <laughs> yeah. But it's also, so she has lost someone she loves. Um, she's lost, you know, the, all this stuff has happened with, with Negan and the group and all this stuff. But at the same time, you know, her tactical abil- tactical abilities, her planning seems mm. to have gone right out the window. I don't know. Well, I'm, con- I- I'm concerned about this plan that she's talking about at the end of the episode. Okay, So
1: basically just spends the entire episode stomping around and be like, we need to find the drugs to fight. I want to do it. Here we go. And, like, she goes and yells at Terran. She goes and yells at Gabriel. And, like, she goes and out and kills a really cool-looking walker. Mm-hmm. Uh And then she leaves after Rick and, and Michonne come back with their, with what they found. Uh She leaves, goes to Hilltop, gets Sasha, and is like, we have to go kill Negan right now. And, uh, it's a suicide mission. Are you in? And Sasha's like, I'm gonna be starring on a Star Trek show. And, like, Three months, so I might as well.
0: <laughs> That's basically the entire thing. That we do have this interesting exchange with Gabriel.
1: Yes, I liked it.
0: Where she's, she's basically coming in and saying, "This is all your fault." Yeah, I listened to you. You gave me terrible advice.
1: Except, except that she didn't listen to him. I, <laughs> he came. She came in and was like, "I listened to you, and you gave me terrible advice, and now." All of this, if this, if I had not listened to you, all this stuff, but she didn't. She went in. She went in, and he was like, "Hey, trust Rick to figure it out. Don't go trying to kill Negan. We'll get it together. It's not Gabriel's fault that Shane decided to try and do a Spencer, Spencer, whatever his name was, tried to do a, a a dirty deal on Rick. It's not Gabriel's fault that." Uh, she took a shot and got Olivia sh- killed mm-hmm. because that's what happened. She tried to kill Megan. And because of that, Olivia got shot. Yeah. So none of that was Gabriel's fault. She's just projecting.
0: And Gabriel, clearly aware of this, is kind of like, fine. Okay. It's all my fault. Talk mm-hmm. about that. Clearly, you shouldn't have listened to me. What were you thinking? <laughs> and She's like, wait, what?
1: And then he's like, but, you know, instead of coming in here and yelling at me about how terrible all this turned out, what are you going to do about it? Like, what are your, what, how are you going to get, get it done?
0: <laughs> your sentence just fell apart yeah, there. Just,
1: <laughs> I don't know what happened.
0: I'm not sure how I feel about this with her. Uh, There's there's a certain mindset that comes in this kind of storytelling where people just don't want to live anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what it looks like we're getting from her.
1: I don't know if I'm seeing I don't want to live anymore as much as I'm seeing I have lost all control and everything that I cared about has been taken away from me. And so I'm going to turn that into a knife. Mm, and if sure. that knife cuts me, so be it, but I want that knife to, I want to put that knife somewhere.
0: Yeah, uh, okay. I, yeah,
1: I, I can go with that.
0: Or a variation of, you hurt me, therefore I'm going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And just real simple kind of primal yeah, reactions. And I, I get it. And then she shows up at Hilltop, and Sasha's like, I am so completely on board with this. This going off to Negan's compound, and.
1: Which it seems slightly out of character for her because. That's what's bugging me. Because Abe helped her kind of quash that suicidal, like, I don't care if I live or not part. And she's
0: been there with Maggie, who's trying there with to Maggie build this. to helping to you know, know,
1: train the people of Hilltop, and. I, yeah, I don't know if that worked for me, except for to put these two women together that obviously have a conflict.
0: Well, and I think if you're going to... <laughs> if you're going to remove Sasha from the show so that her actors can run off and go do Star Trek... This uh, is a way to do it. This is a way to do it. This is a way to get and rid of the character. this comes back
1: to what... Didn't we talk about this last week that there's a character that the botched prisoner exchange and... Yeah. So, and I... I think that's where we're going. I think it could we're very easily be that way. With either one of these two.
0: Yes. Could, uh, so I think... I'm not sure how I feel about it, because the character beats seem a little odd, but okay. So that's what's going on with, with Sasha and Rosina.
1: Uh, meanwhile, Tara's having an existential crisis, mm, because yeah. she chose not to tell anyone about Oceanside uh, and all their guns and, and milita- militarized women. Because she, and I like the way that she put it, she she confided in the baby, and she tells Judith, if I tell anyone about Oceanside, they will want to go there and either convince them to help us fight or take their guns away, and that's just going to end up in a firefight, and then, so how are their lives worth more than our lives? How is making trying to bring them into this conflict going to help anyone? And that
0: they're the the women of Oceanside are not going to end up fighting us alongside them, mm-hmm. but they will end up fighting
1: against them, mm-hmm. <laughs> not for the saviors, but right. so that they don't have to deal with the saviors again. Right. And and but then by the end of the episode, she's decided she has to tell Rick. We're going to go there, which we that. saw coming. Yeah.
0: I mean, you don't introduce. Oh, out in the woods we have Amazons with guns.
1: Um, ah, we'll never see them again yeah. <laughs> well, except I, I've been year year this on this day today mm-hmm. on Facebook every once in a while it'll pop up one of our old written reviews. Oh sure, yeah which are great. you should all go read and and it's just reminding me of like how scattershot. Uh, some of our some of our past seasons have been mm. because it's like whatever happened with those with those walkers that had their arms and legs cut off and they were just basically bitey missiles like that we discovered oh, true, you know yeah. they were just like you know there was a just a whole thing full of walkers with just torsos why didn't we ever talk about that or or you know Um, those crazy tattoo people from, from, uh, from Terminus, like, they drop storylines all the time, or they used to, That's true, that's true. Well, I think, I don't know, do you think it was trying
0: to find a way to make itself distinct from the comic, and yet to try and hit the same comic beats, and exploring different uh, uh, avenues that they just didn't, didn't end up proving fruitful at all? Yeah. Anywho. And we, well, we have another mystery tonight. Uh um, oh. Oh, right.
1: What happened well this fire, fire, fire ground?
0: Fire. So Rick and Michonne are driving around the country um, having
1: copious amounts of sex. In I, the back of a van. And looking for things. Look, to get, some things to give the saviors and some things to give the scavengers. Because they need to find guns to give the stab, scavengers and quote unquote good shit to give the saviors. Mm hmm. And so they find every once in a while little stuff, and, and then they stop for the night and bone hard. And then they go on to somewhere else, and they find a couple other little odds and ends. And then they stop for the night and bone even harder. And then they stumble across. Andrew Lincoln has a rough life. I got to yeah. tell you, kids. Well, you know, whatever. And so they stumble across. Out in the middle of the woods, a fairground that is, looks like it's connected to a school. And I'm not even going to go into the questions of why is this building in the middle of the woods.
0: Right. So, The Walking Dead. All right. So, we, we, we are working under the general principle that up to three years since the zombie apocalypse. Right? Yeah. So, um, there's a certain amount yeah. of growing of plant life that is going to happen. But yes, it looks like it's out of the middle of the woods. Right. And it's kind of like the prison. like the prison is in the middle of the woods. That's not usually how it works, but go ahead, sure. So this looks like a high school or a right. school of some sort out in the middle of the woods. Now, when I went to high school, my high school was up in the north northeast part of Wichita. I'm sorry. Yeah, the northeast part of Wichita. Um, and it was kind of out in the country.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but, you know, not so far out of the country that it would vanish into the woodlands.
1: Right. Well, and they just, <laughs> in my hometown of Wimberley, Texas, they built a uh, uh, the new elementary school. Mm-hmm. It's about six miles outside of town for basically no reason. <laughs> um, but it's still, like, on a main road. Right. And I just don't understand, like, this, whatever this building was... Out in the middle of nowhere and there was a fairground there. Because they stop. There uh uh Rick is sleeping
0: and michonne pulls over and she sees a deer. And she's got the the gun with the silencer and she's like, I'm gonna get the deer. Yes. And she walks off and Rick's like, Whoa, well, what's going on? And he kinda of follows it and she goes, You know, it's like, Do you see that? Yeah. And then you see this fence with that's everything the chain link fence that's been covered up by blankets and tarps and inside is this what appears to be a school and a fairground it, it looks kind of like one of those temporary fairs Yeah, basically brings right. up <clears throat> for like you know a couple of weeks in your home in the town
1: as it tours around the country right. so they climb up on the roof of whatever the building is and they look out over the fairground and they're like hey this was a military this was like a military outpost or something Mm -hmm. like this might have been one of those places where the military people would try to keep people alive and uh and all the military guys died and they also have their guns on them and some pretty heavy weaponry compared to what they normally
0: have some some higher you know your your more powerful bullets and your
1: so (laughs) they climb up on the roof and rick says let's be careful. And and they're walking across the roof. Again, three years, there's water on the roof. Yeah. You know, and they walk across. They cross across the roof, and Tim goes, ah, why did they stick the edge? And I look at him and I say, they've already done that. They fell through the roof once. They're not going to do it again. <laughs> and as soon as I say it, both Rick and Michonne fall through the roof. Uh, and they laugh. And they laugh. This is where we get into the weird tone of this episode because a lot of the stuff that rick and michonne do together is either funny or they find funny or playful
0: or it's they're a couple like and yeah. so you're having these moments where they feel like a couple where they're comfortable with each other and they're they're giggling with each other and they're joking and they're teasing and that's Really nice character work.
1: Yes. And they do, They're doing, they both do a fine job with it. But it seems so... Out of place. Odd, yeah. This show has basically been spending... Spent seven years draining all the joy out of us. <laughs> and so it's funny, though. It's hard to watch them have good stuff happen. I was convinced one of them was going to die. Oh, God. The, the
0: entire episode, episode it was... <laughs> You'd have the framing of the shot, and Rick would be here, and there'd be a window behind him. And I'm going, there's going to be a bullet through the window, and Rick's going to be dead, or a zombie's going to fall from the sky. not
1: only that, not only all of that being trained by the show, also, the other plot of the show is Rosita stomping around, being all angry at everybody. Right. So it was very hard to... To feel what I... It was hard for me to feel what they wanted us to feel because I was not really sure what they wanted us to feel.
0: Well, and interestingly, enough, I've been trying to think back if there was a comparable scene with Rick and Lori. No. Or Rick and Blonde Lady who with, with the terrible children. No. And I like the fact that we have this kind of scene. I mean, this is good because because Rick has been Rick for so long. That that you know, there was a lot more of Rick being the kind of person Rick is supposed to be uh-huh. in this episode. When they're talking about, well, there's a scene that basically gets to the, where Michonne
1: thinks thinks Rick has died. Right. They they go to the carnival. They're knocking knocking out, getting all these zombies, and they've got them all pretty much taken care of. And then Rick sees the freaking deer again. And decides that this is the moment he needs to take to get the deer, and so he climbs up on Cause the he didn't f- yeah, because he climbs up on the ferris wheel to get it, and then he notices a bunch of walkers come walking by, uh, <laughs> uh, and so he yeah. decides not to, he decides to wait or you know to let the deer escape the walkers. And then the Ferris wheel breaks and he falls into the place and the walkers are coming and he shoots his gun and he shoots it the number of times that you can shoot a gun and then it's click, click, click and the whole time Michonne's running over there to save him and and uh, when she gets there, she gets there just in time to watch the walkers fall in and start devouring what you think is Rick.
0: And oddly enough, even though we know that Rick is the main character of the show. And I'm pretty sure we've seen previews, clips from episodes later in the season yes. where we see Rick. This entire episode has been giving us this,
1: I'm so happy with you. Oh, this is this great. Is, this is wonderful. This is it. We're gonna... so, oh, my God. Oh, my God. They either, Laura or Lori, Michonne or Rick say this is it at least for four times so there's the a point where yeah. i am just like they are gonna kill michelle in this episode because she said this is it six times <laughs>
0: and i mean there's that part of my brain that goes okay they're not gonna
1: kill, ooh, when yeah. did they kill rick wouldn't that just be like <laughs> right well the worst part for me was that uh, while we think rick is being eaten of course you know like we were both having the same reaction on opposite sides of the room, like, Oh my god, the kid I'm not gonna kill Rick, but yeah. what if they just killed Rick? Yeah. And uh and Michonne like drops her sword and like is just standing there and and like Yeah. Then Rick pops out of a box and he's got a hammer and he's like, Don't do that thing. Don't stand there.
0: Yeah. Then he picks up Michelle and sort of throws it to her. And, and then we're like, like going, Oh God, she's going to lose fingers. She's going to get
1: ooh, this is ooh, like... Ooh. This is like, It's going to stab her in the chest. She's gonna like, Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. <honey. laughs> and so they, they finish off the walkers and they load up some supplies. I don't think they loaded up all the supplies.
0: Oh, there's no way because we, yeah, yeah there's, uh, Pallets of ready to to, uh, eat meals. And
1: then they are driving and they have to stop because Michonne's all all out of sorts. And they have this conversation, which is basically Rick saying, look, you know, people are going to die. We're going to do this. Our friends are going to die. There's a possibility that we are going to die. And Michelle is like, "No, no, you cannot die. I cannot lose you." And she's like, and "Rick's basically, yes, you can. You can lose me, and I can lose you because we have no choice. And we're building,
0: we're doing this to build a future,
1: mm-hmm. not
0: necessarily for us, right? But for the children, for for the families, for the for the the future of what we believe in. Yes. And this is actually a speech." that Rick has needed to actually give. Right. If not if only to himself for a while now. Mm-hmm. So this is a good this is a really good scene because it also touches on Rick's the fact that Rick is still the the he can't get the images of Glenn dying mm-hmm. uh, out of his mind. I mean Glenn was there. Episode one that, you know, yeah. yeah so it's the and he says and he goes he, he knows it's perfectly natural, but he's dwelling on it and he can't let it go. And he mm-hmm. knows that. And this is like a this is like a Rick who Rick just needed to get laid a lot. Mm-hmm. And apparently his mental state will while traumatized and you know, less than less than ideal, he is in fact able to consider the world the way that the yeah. character
1: needs to. Well, and not only that, but this whole episode, like as soon as they find all these these crazy things like uh, Rick's like we can take a couple of days to do this we don't mm-hmm. have to do this all because, m- because basically Michonne's like we'll go in tomorrow, we'll kill all the zombies, we'll get it all taken care of and then we'll head back and he keeps saying we can take a couple of days Yeah. and then he explains at the end of this episode, he's like, I keep saying because I don't want I know what's next is a war and the people are going to die and I don't want to start I don't want to get there I want to, I want to take a couple of days, which is understandable, but
0: also it's, it's the mature Rick again. It's the sensible Rick. It's the one who actually is planning and the one who is thinking about the consequences of what is happening Mm -hmm. around him and what he's consequences of his actions and the actions of his friends. And there are times this show completely forgets that character. And gives us either, you know, I will kill you all, Rick, mm-hmm. or crazy man just mm-hmm. coming apart at the seams. So it's nice to actually have him be what he's supposed to be, and to have to have this kind of uh, emotional interaction with Michonne that we don't get a whole lot. It actually shows that they are in love with each other, mm-hmm. and that's good, you know. Because if they're going to kill one of them like they kept telling us they were going to all night long, um, we mm-hmm. should care. And then we We
1: should, care. Uh, we already oh, care.
0: God. We like these people. We do. <clears throat> but what's um interesting as well is there's this there's we don't spend a whole lot on the evolution of Michonne. But certainly from where she is now and, and where she started off with there's a vulnerability to the character that has mm-hmm. been creeping in really since she and Rick became a couple.
1: Well, and not only that, like um when when you thought he was dead, when you thought the walkers were eating him, mm-hmm. or when you were supposed to think that, it's you see that woman Michonne was the one who had two walkers on a leash. Mm-hmm. Like like you, that woman is not that far away from right. the woman we, the woman who is obsessed with cat sculptures. <laughs> uh, so you know, because when she thought that Rick was dead, it was like she just lost, dropped her sword, and was like, you know, I'm, i Who knows if it had been really him, really be dead, she might have just allowed herself to be killed too.
0: Yeah, I would. I would like to think she'd snap out of it before then. But yeah, no, I agree.
1: But I mean, you know, if he, if she had allowed, if he had snapped out of it, there's a chance. I don't know if she would have gone back to Alexandria. She might have just stayed right there at that place until all that food was gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely possible. It's
0: I don't know. There's some. I'm looking at this. <laughs> I'm looking at this place and going, why don't we move our here.
1: No, you're not. Stop it, Tim. You're not even for a second thinking that. You're not going to abandon, even as bad as having the saviors around are, you're not going to abandon your entire community of Alexandria with its electricity and running water to go and live in the burned out ruins of a school with a rotten roof. With all the food.
0: Ah. And all the guns. Well, not all the guns, actually. Um, we forgot to talk about the car. Oh, right. <laughs> so they're they're going to clean up this, you know, they're going to wipe out this
1: this mob of zombies. And the plan is that there's a car kind of by the thing, by the gate, and they're going to roll the car in front of the gate and then they're going to, as the walkers walk past the car two or three straggle through, they'll kill them all. Right.
0: Uh, Divide and conquer, yes. essentially.
1: Well, this <laughs> and so
0: again, were these cute little moments where he's like, okay, so, count...
1: The There's count nine, nine out nine. there. He's like, I'll go get that one and I, get the car. Okay. You can do
0: the other eight. She's like, <laughs> I'm going to do all eight? And he goes, you can
1: do eight. <laughs> it's
0: it's a sweet little low, It's actually funny. And it's, you can see, it's, like, it's a couple's moment. Mm-hmm. And she gets out. she can do eight. And she does. And, and, Rick, and, just, and then <laughs> she goes to help him with the car. Because it's not as simple as getting in the car because there's a military zombie stuck halfway through the windshield. Who Rick's like? Okay, I'll just pull him out, yeah, and the foot comes off,
1: he's and yeah, like, uh, like, so he goes and grabs him by the waist, and his waist <laughs> breaks off, and so <laughs> then he like finally gets him out and gets the car going, and was is pushing, and uh, and he's, he like stamps on the brakes when they get to the thing, and oh, the car doesn't have any brakes. She's like, what? <laughs> and so they like close the doors, and she jumps in the trunk, and the car like rolls right into the field. My and, like,
0: and stops because I think he's like, you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm okay. Think we might have gone too far? She goes, "You think, <laughs> or you know." And He goes, "I know." <laughs> There's <laughs> the walkers all around the car, uh, and it's it's
1: it's a good moment. There's a lot of good little moments this episode. Yeah, it was a, it, I just it was feel an like an
0: enjoyable I, episode.
1: If they had just done if this has been the Rick and, if this had been the Rick and Michonne show all hour, mm-hmm. I think that I would feel a lot better about the tone. But oh, it kind, wasn't. Yeah, the contrast with, with, with Tara, it was was, was was Rosita was just sucked. Uh, that sucked all the energy out. Well, even if we just had, if,
0: even if we just had Tara the rest of the
1: episode, if she was the B
0: story, yeah. just talking, you know, spending her time talking, to small babies who are looking at her as if, what are you doing? I don't understand that baby's not that small. No, she's yeah, she's. Uh, I sort of got she's bigger than the last time we saw her this season, mm-hmm. which is entirely possible. They do that
1: mm-hmm uh, i you, know you... sorry was here this weekend my best friend was here from st louis and uh and after the kids have gone to bed on friday night he looked at me and it's like Jamila's just like in a, like a person now she like she'll sit on the couch and she'll be like how you doing <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, yeah. they, yes they have They're get your children are getting bigger yeah so but even if they'd had those moments just with her you know using a baby as a s or it's it's a, a, a three year old ish as a sounding board. Yeah. The scene itself, that that juxtaposition is humorous and yet serious too. Right. You, you know, that would have fit the rest of the tone with, mm-hmm. with Rick and Michelle. It would have actually still fit right. with that. Uh
1: but Rosita's uh rage and mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. I don't know. So um, but we only have a couple more episodes. This I think we yeah there's only a couple cycle, more. but they end up going down to uh, oh we've got to turn that off oh uh, yes we did
0: or done anyway um, yeah so they end up they end up connecting with the the uh, art students of doom the scavengers the scavengers and they actually have a cute little bit there it's like all right we brought you some guns He goes there aren't enough guns he goes I brought you a lot of guns it's not enough guns. He goes, yeah. Fine. We're gonna keep some of the guns. We're gonna keep ten. You're gonna keep
1: six. Ten, 9, 10 <laughs> And 20. I want the cat sculpture back. She says nine, and you bring back the cat sculpture. And Rick goes twenty, and we keep the cat sculpture. And she's—it's <laughs> like the weirdest negotiation. Neither one of them know what they're doing. It's yeah, and it, it actually, it
0: actually works. Anyway, uh, yeah. So. I don't know, it good episode, solid episode. Um slightly inconsistent. Slightly inconsistent, but good character moments. Actually good character moments for all of them. But yeah. uh yeah. So uh we will be back next week with more right. of this as well. Um, hopefully next time
1: I will remember to turn off the heat. Well, it's, it's just all over the place, really weird here. So Well, well yeah. Was, I forgot that heat was even on, frankly.
0: Yeah, the weather weather in Kansas City has been very odd. So in any event, uh, you, of course, are listening to this in some way, probably from podcast.com or on iTunes. Or okay, do would, the fillings in your head. Also a possibility. Um, for iTunes and podcast.com, you can leave us a review or a rating. That would be great. That helps us a lot. Um, for the fillings in your head, I don't know how you would okay. do that, but perhaps there's a way. Uh, and as always, check out our other podcasts on sci fi for me.com and sci fi for me radio. Yep. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Tim. We will see you guys. Next week, this has been a presentation of horrorforme.com. Copyright 2017 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Horror for Me Radio. <laughs>